Even though the Blue Jackets have lost their last two preseason games, there is still no concern with the track that the Blue Jackets are on. I'll explain today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Heilshorn. Not with me today, but taking back over later this week will be my co-host, Jay Foster. We are doing the show to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before you go, and thank you to our everydayers. Thank you for making this your first listen every day to those that do. This Blue Jackets podcast, Locked on Blue Jackets, is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and the SiriusXM app. Today, we are talking about the Blue Jackets' 4-3 loss on the road to the Buffalo Sabres. It was a game where the Blue Jackets went up three goals. They blew a 3-0 lead and just a spectacular burnout for a team that was dominating for the first two periods in this preseason game. It's game... Four here for the Jackets in this preseason, and they had lost one to Buff uh, to St. Louis. Sorry, a lot of blue and yellow teams. They had lost one on the road to St. Louis on Tuesday, and then they had a lot of time off. Played a Saturday matinee game where they had a lot more NHL solid NHL players in the lineup, like Marchenko, Line, Wierenski, uh Who else am I forgetting? Ken Johnson. Can't forget about him. A lot more full-time guys in this lineup for the Jackets, and Buffalo had a lot of dudes as well. In fact, they had uh, Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, Kyle Pozo, Dylan Cousins. They had dudes all over the ice, and uh, their first-round draft pick this year, Zach Benson, he was a pleasure to watch, and he ended up having the game-winning goal. It was a game that played out. It was it was a regular season game. Let's just be, let's call it what it was. Um, it felt like a regular season game. It had some intense moments. Uh, Josh Dunn got caught. Or no, Dmitry Voronkov got caught up in a in a scruffle, in which he ended up having to shoot a single leg on a guy to kind of work his way out of it. It was a fun game. It was a really entertaining game, actually. And uh, that's back to back entertaining games for the Jackets in preseason because it, uh, the Tuesday night game against St. Louis there was a lot of action. So these preseason games have been. Really fun to watch, and I'm not trying to hold too much value in the results of the game. I'm also having a hard time placing the the blame on anybody in this loss. The Jackets played a really good game for 40 minutes, and then in the third period it was just Buffalo taking over with their pure offensive skill, and not much you can do. They had a, they had a lot of uh, opportunities on the power play, so... I guess as a whole, the Jackets could definitely clean up going to the box. I thought Elvis Mers Lincolns played a lot better in this game than he did in his preseason debut at home against the Saber or against the Penguins. But tonight, uh, or uh, this past game, this past matinee game against the Sabers, I thought he looked really solid. He ended up stopping what was it, twenty-seven of thirty-one shots? Yeah, he stopped twenty-seven. Of 31 shots, gave up four goals. It's a .87 save percentage. So 
you can't be doing that every game. <laughs> like, I don't want this same performance every game. He definitely needs to improve. But I thought he made some timely saves when he needed to make saves. And, again, the Blue Jackets were on the penalty kill a whole lot tonight. So that was really – that was tough for a guy like Elvis Merzlikens, who's just trying to get his feet back underneath him, trying to find his spot in the crease again. And I'm not all that worried about him. Just to kind of go over what I felt like the three most consistent players were in this uh, previous game, I thought Dead Matejchuk is just continuing to impress, I think, Pascal Vincent, the head coach of the Blue Jackets. He had glowing things to say about Matejchuk afterwards in the post-game interview, and he was mentioning that, you know, yes, Matejchuk playing this good is going to make the coaching decision harder on whether they send him back to the juniors or whether they keep him in the NHL because they do not have the option to send him to the AHL. Don't ask me why. It is some weird, strange rule between the AHL and WHL, I guess, on something. There's some weird rule that Jay definitely knows the answer on kind of rule. I don't, but he's going to make it tough for Pascal Vincent to leave him off of the Blue Jackets roster when he's playing so darn well. And I think Pascal Vincent is pretty clear on this decision. And I'm partly convinced that his decision is going to be to keep Denton Matejchuk in the NHL. And here's why. Because Pascal Vincent admit that his job is actually easier than what people think it is because he lets the players play speak for themselves, right? Like the players make the decisions on who gets to play in the lineup. And I really like that out of Pascal Vincent because he's not, at least when he's speaking to the fans through the media, he's not lying about what his intention is. You know, he's, or he's not a, I guess he could be lying, but it doesn't sound like he's lying when he says that he's going to let the players play speak for themselves. And Denton Dayton Matejchuk is definitely a player that the Blue Jackets need to consider having in their lineup this year. And I think even if he has to spend the first you know, couple weeks of the season in the press box, that would be tough. But at the end of the day, I think the Blue Jackets would rather have him up here this year because he looked better in this game than a guy like David Yurchek. And I'm not saying David Yurchek had a bad game. I think – a few rookies actually looked a little bit slower in this game. This was kind of a rookie setback game, I felt like. You know, Adam Fantilli had that nice – Adam Fantilli had kind of a rough game, and that's okay because we'd rather him have his rough games in the preseason, you know, Saturday in the middle of, the, in the middle of a college football Saturday when no one's paying attention. He's he's on the road. He had a penalty, and he just had a, he just had a couple of bad moments. But at the, I just chalk it up to – all those are just rookie moments. This is just a preseason game. It doesn't matter. Clearly, he can pull his head out of his you know, rear end and, and figure it out. He's a smart hockey player. He's a talented hockey player. But there was one play after the penalty that he got. He came out of the box, received a nice stretch, nice stretch pass, and had a breakaway shot on goal. And I didn't end up seeing a replay on what happened, but it, it appeared that he had fanned on the shot on Devin Levi, who the goalie for the Sabres was phenomenal. This guy is a guy that Jay was really excited about. He was mentioning him in our happy hour that we had last Friday. Devin Levi is going to be 
maybe the missing piece for the Buffalo Sabres in terms of taking them to the next level, which for the next le- for people wondering what the next level for the Buffalo Sabres is, but that is just getting to the Stanley Cup playoffs because they have had quite the drought now for at least over a decade. And, and Buffalo, of all places in the United States, is definitely a city that deserves to get to watch some playoff hockey because I've been monitoring the crowd. I think I've told you guys in uh, prior like game reviews that I'm kind of keeping an eye on the crowd, trying to get, trying to gauge like which NHL team is, which NHL fan base is bringing the most fans to their game. And I got to admit, I think this Buffalo crowd was quite solid on, on Saturday. So a lot of that is due to it's a Saturday in the middle of the day. It's, Seemed like there was a lot more family, you know, kind of vibe in the crowd. But watching these preseason games definitely has me excited for what is going to be a fun week in the Arena District this week with the St. Louis Blues coming to town. That game again is uh, tonight, Monday night. Yeah, it's uh, it's seven o'clock tonight in the Arena District. So holy cow, it's here. This is a a game where it's kind of a rematch because it is a rematch because the Blue Jackets lost on the road four to three last Tuesday. And it looks like the Blues are bringing not a totally heavy NHL lineup, but definitely some NHL guys. It looks like Kevin Hayes is playing, Kasperi Kapanen, Jake Neighbors, Oscar Sunquist, Jacob Verana, who had a goal against the Jackets. Uh, Tori Krug is going to make his season debut on the defense. Justin Falk will be there. Robert Bortuzzo. So actually, you know what? Kind of a decent NHL lineup for him. And the goaltenders for St. Louis will be Joel Hoffer and Malcolm Subban. So no Jordan Bennington, but still Subban played really solid against the Blue Jackets the other night. So it's going to be fun for this young roster to get another crack at him because he is a very good backup goalie in this league and um, he looked good in that first game. So I'd like the Blue Jackets to try to try to take the lid off the net against him and, and score some goals for what I think is going to be a really good home crowd, even for a Monday night and even for the preseason at Nationwide. All right, coming up next, I will read you the players that will be playing and uh, some more talk on this past game that's coming up next here on Locked on Blue Jackets. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is always what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you to David Dayers who tune in, who comment on our YouTube page. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, get daily Blue Jackets content. So we're talking about that roster that the Blue Jackets are 
putting on the ice in their home stand against the Blues Monday night, 7 o'clock. The forwards, this will be fun. Cole Sillinger, who's kind of on the bubble battling for that bottom six role. Sean Corrali also in that center position, bottling for the bottling, battling for that bottom six role. Dmitry Voronkov, who I want to talk about because he's a guy that's catching a lot of people's eye. And not just because of how he plays on the ice, because he had a really good early career in the KHL, which a lot of KHL talent, which is the Russian league, translates to North American ice here in the AHL and NHL. But I think after watching this past Buffalo Sabres game, I'm ready to say that I think I'm cool with Dmitry Vronkov starting in the AHL. I'd rather see the bottom six or the bottom two centers go to guys like Cole Sillinger, Sean Corrali, Jack Roslovic. Uh, I'd like to see him keep mixing it up. I like the Patrick Line experiment so far. So I'm okay with putting Dmitry Vronkov kind of on the shelf for now, or at least starting him off in Cleveland, letting him develop his North American game a little bit, letting, letting him gain a little confidence, just kind of settle those nerves because even in this Buffalo Sabres game, I think there were moments where he was like, oh, I, I got to make a play here. Uh, these players that are playing in the preseason, they all know that they're on the bubble. They all know that they're fighting for uh, the coach's eye fighting for attention and fighting to make plays, just trying to get on the stat sheet however they can. So in this kind of doggy dog environment, I don't think Dmitry Vronkov is sticking out to be the alpha male that I think he will be later on in his career, as long as he just continues to develop. He did play the Buffalo Sabres game with a lot of bite that I thought was fun and exciting and he even got a penalty He's going to be fun to watch, um, but again, I think I'm cool with him starting in Cleveland because of just the other talent that the Blue Jackets have around. I think they have other guys knocking on the door that deserve a shot, so they are also rolling out a Johnny Gaudreau. That'll be fun to see him. Justin Danforth, Liam Foodie, Matthew Olivier, Patrick Laine, Boone Jenner, Alexander Texier, Kirill Marchenko, and Jack Roslovic. The defensemen consist of uh, Zach Orensky, Ivan Provorov, David Yurichek, Tim Burney, Nick Blankenberg, Damon Severson. Goalies are Pavel Shayan and Jack Greaves. I am very intrigued at how the goalies are going to play because I think Pavel Shayan could be a legitimate uh Backup goalie option for Columbus this year. I think he could be because, especially because the Blue Jackets are seem to be taking it easy with Daniel Tarasov. He is still week to week, to week with a knee issue, and as long as the Blue Jackets don't have Daniil Tarasov, they have to continue to work guys like Aaron Dell, Jet Greaves, Pavel Shion, and even this new guy, Spencer Martin, wherever he came from, Vancouver. They need to continue to work these guys in the loop and push them because that number one spot even is open. I'm not fully convinced that Elvis Merz-Lincolns is going to log the most games for the Jackets this year. I, Yarmo, you know, he knows how to keep a team together, and I, and I kind of hate saying this because I don't think he made a good hire in Mike Babcock, but I think he understands the important role that Elvis Merz-Lincolns has for not only for that locker room, but just for the franchise and for the city and for the fan base. But 
if the play is not going to meet the expectation, which is just league average, then the Blue Jackets have to consider what they have in their inventory, which right now is Pavel Shion, Jet Greaves, and Daniil Tarasov, but he is on the shelf. Aaron Dell, he is not going to be playing tomorrow night. I wonder if that means that Pascal Vincent is going to pass on signing him to a contract and keeping him in Columbus this year. I would understand that because Pavel Shion has looked really good in his one appearance that he had, which I believe was just one period in that Penguins preseason game. So he's in the he's in the lineup tomorrow night, so we'll get to see him. And, yeah, I'm expecting a Jackets win. I think that goes without saying. I was expecting a Jackets win against Buffalo, and I was expecting a Jackets win against maybe the Blues. But uh, I definitely expect them to win on home ice, to have Johnny Gaudreau in the lineup, to have uh, this, this looks like a very legitimate uh, opening lineup, opening night lineup. Uh, uh, aside from maybe Matthew Olivier, Liam Foodie, and Dmitry Voronkov. But again, they're they're on this roster for a reason in this game. Uh, Cole Sillinger and Sean Corrali also in that mix. But I think we're going to see Sean Corrali in the opening night lineup just. Purely for seniority, purely for he's just he's the hometown guy, and he's a really consistent player, really good penalty kill, killer. So I don't need to keep going on about him. But that that's the Blue Jackets lineup for Sunday's game against Sunday's game. Sorry, Monday's game against the St. Louis Blues. And coming up next, I want to talk a little bit more about the Patrick Line center experience because I think it's unfolding. Um, Kind of in an unexpected way. And uh, I'll explain next here in just a second on Locked on Blue Jackets. Next, I want to tell you guys about our partners at AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports a whole body health. I drink it literally every single day. I gave AG1 a try because I was tired of taking so many supplements and wanted a single solution that supports my entire body and covers all my nutritional bases every single day. I wanted better gut health, a boost or a similar boost in energy, immune system support. I hated taking those pills and vitamins. I wanted a supplement that also actually tasted really good. I drink AG1 in the morning, in the afternoon, before I work out, uh, after I get back from work. My wife even tried it a couple times and now she's getting it. So it makes me feel unstoppable. makes me feel like I'm ready to take on my day. Like I'm doing something good for my body and it helps me cover all my nutritional basis. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then give AG one a try, get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG one travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL network. Check it out. I just noticed looking back at that roster that I read that the Blue Jackets are wheeling out tomorrow night. I don't think I saw Adam Fantilli in the forward lines. Yeah, no. Uh, Yeah, Adam Fantilli will not be playing Monday against St. Louis as of this roster that Jeff Schroboda uh, happily posted on the Columbus Blue Jackets website. And that's interesting because that leads me to believe that he'll at least play Wednesday night, which selfishly I'm okay with because I'll be in the building for that one. 
Um, but that one is against the Buffalo Sabres. So cool rematch, a, a fun rematch, I should say. I love these preseason games because it's fun to double up against teams. Obviously, the Blue Jackets doubled up against Pittsburgh. Now they're doubling up with St. Louis, and then they're going to double up again with uh, the Sabres. So this is fun, and I think actually I'm starting to I'm starting to be pretty. I'm I, it's convincing to me. This take is really convincing to me. It's been stewing for a little bit here, but I think the NHL preseason is the best preseason in sports. I, I, I think it's the best preseason. I, um, as far as like the speed and the pace, there are definitely moments in these games where I'm like, man, the intensity is up. <laughs> the intensity is way up right now. And it's actually really fun and exciting. And I've been going to preseason games in Columbus the last few years, just because you can get cheaper tickets and the blue jackets are always that team that are constantly relying on young talent and it's a great chance to get to see that talent in person maybe even sneak down to a lower bowl because you know the ushers are having their preseason mistakes too where they just let anybody slip down there so uh you know <laughs> um yeah so you know i've been going to preseason games but i'm starting to think that the nhl preseason might be the best in the nhl plus also we're getting a chance to see kind of some fun experiments with Patrick Line getting to play some center. We're seeing a lot of Patrick Line heavy center minutes. And it's crazy to think because we've had so much conversation on whether it can even work out or not. But this past game against the St. Louis, against the St. Louis Blues, I keep getting my blue and yellow teams confused. This past game against the Buffalo Sabres on Saturday proved to me in only his third game at center that Patrick Laine can be a center in the NHL. He had two goals. The guy was on fire. He needs to get the faceoff numbers up. Six of 16 from the faceoff dot, that's not good. He That's only 37%. So he knows that he needs to win more in the faceoff circle. The faceoff circle is just something that he might need some more practice in. But uh, I like so far what I'm seeing, and I don't think that was expected. I don't think a lot of people – fully expected the Blue Jackets to actually have Patrick Laine playing center for them. But here he is, man. Here he is. And just still in a very early part of his career. And he's already, what is he, in his eighth, ninth season in the NHL? In his post-game interview, he was talking about how he feels like an old guy in the room. And he looks like an old guy because he's just gassed, you know, from – skating a lot more centers have to they you know the center position has a lot more defensive responsibility which is why there's blue jackets fans out there that are concerned with him making that move to center is that he's not gonna fully be able to play the defensive side but i think he looks great defensively like i said i feel like he knows when to strip the puck from guys he knows how to strip the puck from guys he uses that same body to shove defenders off when he's skating to put people up against the boards and, and allow his wingers to come in and steal the puck. It's really exciting to watch. But just like, you know, presidents like Barack Obama, like when he, you know, if you look at a before and after picture, what eight years in office does to a man really puts some, you know, really accelerates the years. I think. Patrick Liney playing games at center for the Columbus Blue Jackets is starting to accelerate his years because at just 25 years old, he does look like an old man in the post game. And uh, 
good problem because he is only 25. He has a huge chunk of his career ahead of him. And the Blue Jackets have so many guys under the age of 25 that they can be so excited about. And it just has made this preseason so much fun. It makes being a Cleveland Monsters fan so much fun. And ultimately, it makes being a Columbus Blue Jacket so much fun because, hey, everybody's watching this sport because they want their favorite team to go win the Stanley Cup. And I just saw a big Twitter account, a big hockey Twitter account tweet out today. I'm, it doesn't matter who it who they are. It's irrelevant. Uh, I don't even remember who it was, but I was just diving in the comments to find the Blue Jackets. Didn't see them, but the, the topic was, who is the most underrated team going into 2023-2024? And, you know, some people threw out the Islanders. Some people threw out the Blues even. And I think that could be true about the Blues. Some people threw out the Sabres. I think it's definitely true about the Sabres. A lot of East Coast teams. Uh, I saw some West Coast teams. People were talking about the Wild. People were talking about the Kings. But I think the fact that the Blue Jackets were not even mentioned in the who is the most underrated team going into the season leads me to believe that they actually are the most underrated team going into the season. And yeah, they're, they're having a sneaky good preseason. I think I'd like to see a few more wins one, one and two. And at the end of the day, they did blow a three, nothing lead against the, uh, against the Buffalo Sabres. So, and that did have some fans disgruntled online that's totally fine, uh, but I will remind you guys, these aren't just preseason games, so, <laughs> you know, these players are having preseason moments. Um, that all being said, I think the three best players in this past game, just to put a bow on it, Dent Matejchuk, Ken Johnson, Patrick Laine, those three dudes just balled out in that preseason game against the Sabres, and especially Ken Johnson. I mean, geez, he is just... He he's a guy that I think the Blue Jackets should maybe ask, hey, do you want to play center? Because he likes to cover ice. He likes to play defense. Uh, his defensive effort in this past preseason game was off the chain. I, I loved watching Ken Johnson uh, use his use his stick and use his body to, to take the to strip guys off the puck and uh it's been a lot of fun to watch, and definitely what he can do on offense is amazing. And, yeah, this is a good, good time to be a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. And uh, I think tomorrow night's preseason game is going to be uh, more of the same for those that have been watching, those that have been following along. It has been – it's just been a dream. <laughs> it hasn't been a dream. It's been a tough preseason. I, what am I talking about? Um, I'm actually just – trying to just buy time because yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. Um, so that's all that we have for you guys today. Tomorrow we are going to have a recap from this blue jackets and St. Louis blues preseason game number five. It'll be fun. Jay and I will be back together talking about it. And until then, you can check out Locked on Blue Jackets on social media. You can find us on Twitter or X at LO underscore Blue Jackets. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. You can find Jay on Twitter at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-R-R-S-T-E-R. 
Again, Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and the SiriusXM app. You can also email us anything that you might want to hear. Again, we are also still giving out tickets for that November 5th matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I believe it's November 5th. Sorry if I open another tab, my whole internet might crash, so I'm not going to do that. But uh, email LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com a screenshot of you being subscribed to the podcast and on YouTube, and we will enter you for a chance to win some some regular season tickets, and that'll be fun for you guys. But until then, and until the Blue Jackets kick the St. Louis Blues hind rear end tomorrow, let's 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 manifest that right now. Until then, make sure you stay locked on.